Welcome to All Along the Wasatch, a public affairs program produced by Bonneville Salt Lake City. If you would like to submit a request to be on the show, please email mparsons at ksl.com. Now, here's the host of All Along the Wasatch, Mike Parsons. My guest today is the executive director of Park Silly Sunday Market, Kate McChesney, and uh, great to have you on the show today. Thank you so much. Yeah, looking forward to it. Super excited. We're looking forward to another amazing summer. Now, years ago when somebody first said, hey, have you been to Park Silly? I had no idea what it was, but the name is so fantastic that my reaction was, well, yeah, whatever it is, I want to go. So who who gets the credit for coming up with such a great name? So way back in 2006, these three amazing girls who all lived in Park City and were dear friends had, uh, in typical style, a bottle of wine and a paper napkin and came up with this great idea to have, back then, almost a very small street festival slash flea market. Hmm. And they thought, God, there was nothing to do here on a Sunday. In Park City, especially, mm-hmm. the entire Main Street was closed. Um, not necessarily closed, but a lot of businesses and everything didn't do anything on Sundays. And so they said, what a great way for us to get our community together. And so they invited a bunch of local vendors, artists. Uh, they had uh, you know, decided to put a bar up, and they went down to the DABC down at a, in Salt Lake, and they put together this little teeny tiny street festival they had 35 vendors for the opening year for the 17 Sundays back then that we used to do. Maybe 500 people showed up, mm. and that's how it all started. Now, and so it, were the you one of? Conception was 2006, and we came at 2007. I wasn't. My sister was. Oh, okay. I was wondering my if you were one of the Kimberly three ladies. June. <laughs> I was not, and I think I remember back then her calling me. I had lived out of state at the time, and I said, "God, that sounds like a really interesting, unique idea." On a Sunday yeah. in Park City, why not? And 35 vendors then, what what do you typically have now? So on any given Sunday, we cap out just about 150. Wow, so it's grown a lot. And it's grown a lot. And over the course of however many Sundays, we typically rotate anywhere between 400 and 500 wow. vendors throughout the summer. So. Our little slogan is, we're unique every week. I like that. So even though it might look the same or feel the same when you come, really, if you got down into the diggity, our <laughs> vendors do rotate every okay. Sunday. So, yeah, it's awesome. And I then like... from 500 people on an average Sunday, now we have like thirteen to 15,000 people that come every single Sunday. And I got to say, if you've never been there before, it is spread out enough that that is not body to body. It's it's still plenty of room. So tell us about yourself. You, you had the connection with, with one of the people that, that started this, but how did you end up in your current role as executive director? So way back when I moved here 14 years ago, I had a whole other career doing school fundraising. I was in sales and I had volunteered on Sundays helped out with the kids' activities, helped out with the volunteers. And so that kind of morphed into, after 17 years of being in sales, I kind of got off the Kool-Aid of the same company. I worked for the same company for that long. And so I knew that my sister was just kind of getting tired, um, still wanting to be really much a part of it, but, you know, very hard to try to find somebody with the same passion Mm. that you have for a business with this many moving parts. And so with the background that I had, along with the volunteering that I had done with her for the three years prior to me 
um, coming on board, it just kind of morphed into, hey, you know, let's jump you off the Kool-Aid over here and put you onto this, which is fun and exciting and in my local backyard. So I love it, it was great. It was an easy transition. Yes. So 17th yes, season. Very, still to this day, very passionate. Well, good. 17th season coming yeah. up and it starts two weeks from today. June 4th is your first day and you do all four Saturdays in June. You skip 4th of July weekend, the last three Sundays in July. And then um, what happens in August that you're taking the whole month off? <laughs> Mama needs a break. No, it, uh, so believe it or not, there's a couple of the Park City Arts Fest is okay. the first weekend of August, which overlaps with back in the day, it used to be Park, Park City Arts Fest, and then it also used to be the huge bike race that used to come to Park City. And so back about 10 years ago, we said, oh, all right, these are great Sundays for us to take off. We had gotten hired. Our team gets hired by the Summit County Fair out in Colville. Mm. And so that actually ends up being what we end up doing on those weekends. So that particular event is about a 10-day event. So it just organically morphed into we don't really actually get the time off, (laughs) but we just actually take the time off and give the street back to the Main Street merchants. Well, that makes sense. And then they get to, yeah, exactly. And then you come back for all four Sundays in September as well. Correct. We'll kick off Miner's Day weekend slash Labor Day and then go from there. What is that? uh, 11 Sundays? Something like that? 11, correct. Yeah, okay. 11 Sundays. And it's, uh, what are the hours each Sunday? 10 a.m. till 5 p.m. And I will say, as someone who's gone at different times, going early is something I would suggest. It's not quite as busy and it's typically a little cooler, too. Um, but for somebody who's never been to Park Silly, doesn't even know what it's like, kind of describe a typical day. I'm, I'm going to go with my friends. We're going to go to Park Silly. And, and what are we going to do and see? So it's a street festival with live music, amazing vendors. All of our vendors are true artists that have created their art or they're developing their art. We have some fun buskers, which are kid musicians. We have youth vendors or kid entrepreneurs. We have an amazing make-your-own-bloody-mary bar where ultimately we hand you a glass of ice with vodka, and then you go to our big trough that has over 50 different items to put in your Bloody Mary. We have three different types of Bloody Mary mix, and then we have everything from, you know, pickled vegetables to pretzels, uh, you know, (laughs) top it with a pasta straw because we love to be green. On top of that, beers and all sorts of frozen cocktails. Uh, We have, you know, dancers in the streets on any given Sunday. Uh, but constantly it's just this great, you know, seating out, listening to live music at the bottom of Main Street. Mm-hmm. And just it's an amazing day. And it's free. Something to do with your friends. It's free. Oh, my gosh. Yes, we are free. <laughs> <laughs> so what recommend, recommendations do you have for somebody who's going? I know that on your FAQ on your website, you've got a lot of great information about the, how what to bring and what not to bring. So what what are your suggestions? Rule number one. Please do not drive your car all the way up to Main Street. Mm, Okay. We have off-parking. So if you're coming from Salt Lake, we would highly recommend stopping at the middle school that's right off the highway and jumping on the express bus, which runs every 10 minutes. It'll get you into town way quicker and way less expensive because all of the parking gets full. By 10.15, our parking is full. Mm. Anywhere in the remote area. And expensive. And so it's really, and expensive, correct. So, or the worst case scenario is you try to park, you know, off, and then we can, you can bus or bike. We have a free bike valet, but really it's just about looking for additional means of transportation. We understand not all the way from Salt Lake, but definitely when you get 
up the hill and you get close to town, Kimball Junction area, please use one of the remote parking and jump on the bus. And all of our buses also have bikes. And uh, they're, the bike buses racks, buses so are free as well. The buses are all free. That's good Correct. to know. What about like hats? Yeah. Can I bring a water bottle with me? Can I bring my own food? Right. So really you can. You can bring your own food if you wanted to have a picnic, but we do have food for you. Uh, we always suggest sunblock, hat, a reusable water bottle. Mm-hmm. We do have water stations that you can fill your water bottle up. Um, if you have, you know, if you're looking to purchase, um, we, you know, a lot of our vendors, we try to discourage the use of any plastic bag. So if you have some sort of reusable bag, you could pop into your purse. It's great. Um, all of our vendors take credit cards or cash or Square, uh, Venmo, where there's all sorts of ways that we could make that happen for you. If you have small children, our suggestion is not that we don't love your stroller, but it can get very crowded later in the Mm -hmm. day. We love backpacks for your children. And then as well in regards to dogs or any other animals, not that we say no to dogs, but our pavement is so hot Mm -hmm. in the summer that traditionally, if it's anywhere between 75 to 80 degrees, our pavement is running 105 to 120, and that's way too hot for paws. So it's not that we'll ever tell you, please don't bring your dog, but we definitely discourage your dog is much safer with the amount of people there to yeah. bear. Your dog is much safer at home in a in a cool environment yeah. than on the yeah. street with us. They're going to have a much better time at home. So I didn't know, and I don't think most people maybe know, that Park Silly is actually a nonprofit. Why is it important that you're a nonprofit? So we started with a lot of great elements, um, but really for us, it's, Business incubation way back in the day was to take someone who is using their craft, using their medium, an artist of sorts, bring them to the market, give them a very discounted booth rate. So our booth rates are super low and have always been very low and give them the the forum and really the, the marketing for them to try out their business concept. And so that really is what the nonprofit started with. We're a sustainable tourism. We have sustainable issues group. We support nonprofits. Nonprofits are a free booth. Hmm. We have our Park City Performing or Wasatch Back Artists Association. They get free booths over the summer. All of our farmers come for free. So it really just about um, anywhere between 28 and 30% of our booth space on any given Sunday is given free wow. to the groups that we really want to support. Yeah, And with our sponsorships and our low booth rates, we really have incubated. To this day, we have over 160 businesses that we know of that have been incubated since conception. We've promoted many youth vendors, such as Wyatt Pike, who started in our farmer's market singing with a guitar when he was 12 years old. And two years ago, he was on American Idol, and he's now a successful singer-songwriter. And just really just giving everybody these amazing opportunities and putting thousands of people in front of them so they can hone their craft and see whether or not they can really take their craft to the next level, brick and mortar. Yeah. You know, great restaurants in town started at Park Silly. So that's really kind of the basis of the nonprofit is to promote, you know, business incubation. We are speaking with Kate McChesney, and she is executive director of the Park Silly Sunday Market. The website is parksillysundaymarket.com. So by giving away so many free and discounted booths, what, what kind of waiting list do you have? So currently right now, we launched our application on February 1st, and we shut our application down February 10th. We had over 400 vendors apply right out of the gate. We're completely sold out for the summer, and I believe we have currently right now somewhere around 60 or 70 that don't have any dates. 
So as the summer progresses, things happen. People have to cancel. Um, and, you know, even if it's one date here or there, we'll fill in those slots mm, as okay. we can. So if you're listening to this and you're thinking this sounds a great place for my business or for my nonprofit, plan early for next year. It will be in 2024. <laughs> <laughs> you've, you've kind of touched on it a couple of times. What do you do? I know that you're very proud of the fact that this is a very eco-friendly event. You've mentioned a couple things, but what else do you do to, to make sure the event's very eco-friendly? So we have... We cover all of the trash cans that the city provides on Main Street. So we have these trash can covers. We tie them off. We put our own trash cans, recycle, compost cans on the street. We man all of these. We're educating the public with what can be recycled, what can be composted. And even our compost, at the end of the day, we pull everything out. We bring it to our own recycle bin. And even our compost, we bring that up to um, a, a small, I can't say really where, a small <laughs> little town up here in Summit County, and we feed the pigs. Oh, fantastic. So, And this has been happening since conception, and so it's fantastic that we're able to do that. And last year we had a 78% diversion rate, which means that only uh, 22% of our trash went to the landfill, and we had 196,000 people. So it's That's great. really what we love. It's something we're super excited about. Even hosting a bike valet, that's been since conception. We're a straw-free, napkin-free for the most part. We try to use everything biodegradable, all of our food vendors. We have certain limitations. There's no styrofoam. Um, so we really try to encourage every single one of our vendors from food to a nonprofit with no paper handouts, Yeah, use QR codes, right. all that types of stuff. Yes. And you mentioned earlier, bring, you know, bags with you. Don't, don't bring, you know, plastic bags, bring canvas bags or the, you know, the cloth that are foldable. Cause you will be going home with some food and with some, some trinkets and things. Don't think that you're just going to look. So plan ahead. I, I know the very first time I came, my wife and I didn't bring anything, so we were carrying everything in her purse and her backpack. So definitely bring bags <laughs> with you. <laughs> yes, that's absolutely encouraged. We also have somebody on the street that's selling sustainable, reusable bags. But at the same token, if you plan ahead, it might be one less thing that you purchase. Yeah. But yes, for the most part, we don't see many hands leaving empty at the end of the day. No, no. There's you, you'd have to be have a very strong will to leave with nothing. You always have such <laughs> great music. Um, where where does that come from? Do you hire the music? Uh, I'm assuming if people apply for that, that's probably also booked for the year, right? Correct. Yes. So it's a little bit of both. We hire a fantastic music a musical organizer here, Mountain Town Music. He's been doing our large stage music programming for pretty much the last, I mean, 15 out of the 17 mm. years that Mountain Town Music has been. And then for myself, I personally do the children's buskers or the dancing program or anything other than the main stage. We've got people playing music pretty much from the start of when you start walking down all the way to the bottom. You're absolutely right. We have fantastic bands all summer long. And um, the music will kick off in the morning at 10 a.m. with a very kind of mellow, non-amplified, um, and then around 12.30, we'll start doing our sound checks, and at 1 o'clock till 4.55, we have live <laughs> music on the main stage. And beyond music, I know last year there was a magician at one of the, uh, the intersections that was really entertaining. Um, so you do other live music or other live performances beyond the music. We do. We have jugglers. We have magicians. We have this gentleman who 
climbs on a ladder and stands on a bowling ball <laughs> and does these amazing shows. And, uh, yeah, I mean, we've got these great kid that comes out, the drummers, we've got youth musicians. Yeah, we've all sorts of stuff. It, whoever contacts me and has some so great, cool concept, belly dancing, Jamaican dance, we, you know, we want to incorporate as much as that as we can into the market. And you mentioned that nonprofits uh, don't pay for their booth. Um, you also have a group called Sustainable Groups. What, what, is, what does that type of group look like? Maybe some examples. Sustainable, absolutely. Sustainable would be somebody that takes tires off of your truck and turns them into amazing wallets ah. or purses or bags. Um, someone who is looking at taking something and has upcycled, really recycled, and kind of looks towards our sustainability and everything that we're doing. And nonprofits here, in Park City alone has 170 nonprofits just in our community alone, from, you know, saving children to saving babies and pets and, um, you know, mental health and awareness. And so it's really, we're just kind of looking to make sure that Whatever your nonprofit is, we want to help support and we want to get the conversation out there for you. I love on your website all of the scrolling logos of all of the sponsors, and some of them are some of my favorite beers as they scroll by. Uh, (laughs) If somebody's interested in being a sponsor, uh, what does that process look like? So really, they can just, uh, our contact info is on our website, parksillysundaymarket.com. They can go to the contact. Me, I'm Kate McChesney. They can contact me and I can look into sponsorship. And sponsorship for us is putting them, you know, whether or not it's getting a tent up for them or whether or not it's using our marketing that we have, 33,000 emails that we campaign to, that we send out on a weekly email or just logos and banners within the venue, it really mm-hmm. comes down to what they're looking for. Okay. We're always absolutely happy <laughs> to have a conversation as because uh, that's what keeps us a free event. That's what keeps right. our booth prices very inexpensive and even our bar prices very inexpensive. We want people to come and enjoy and have a good time. And I won't ask you to list all your sponsors because that would be a really long list, but but who are some of your biggest partners that have been there and are really supporting uh, your Sunday market? So our longest sponsor that we've had, believe it or not, is Ogden's Own Five Wives Vodka. <laughs> Years ago, um, I mean, we've had many come through and we're very supportive, but just in regards to the longest we've had, um, Ogden's Five Wives, which is how we have the most amazing Bloody Marys in my book. Uh-huh. Um, from there, we have you know, Renewal by Anderson is a great one that we've had for many years. And uh, just, you know, Park City themselves is a great sponsor. And, and as far as Mountaintown Music, who works with us, Summit County is one of our sponsors. And then lots of beer and lots of alcohol. So <laughs> we do have one of the largest beer gardens for a special event in the state of Utah. So we're very lucky that way. This year, we brought on Captain Morgan. We brought on um, Astral Tequila. We have Bullet, Tangeray. We have amazing cocktails that we use for all of those. White Claw, we pair tons of cocktails with White Claw. So, I mean, in the world of all the different sponsors we have, I mean, there's definitely, (laughs) it looks like we have a lot because we have a lot (laughs) of the beer and the alcohol. But just our local, you know, it's Mountain High Outfitters, which is a local, and Cedar Ski, which is all local here. So, yeah, we're, we're, we're lucky that way, thankfully. I'm sure that it takes a lot of volunteers to put on this event. Uh, if somebody's interested in volunteering, how do they go about that? I'm sure they go to the website, which is parksillysundaymarket.com. 
But what, what sorts of volunteers are you looking for? So we have all of our volunteers. We have hours. So typically we have a morning shift or an afternoon shift. We have everything from welcoming at our information booth, which could be just saying hello. A lot of times people are wondering where's the food, where are the restrooms, where does the market end, where does the market start, all of those kinds of information. So it's a welcoming volunteer. And then we have ID checkers. So anybody who comes to the market that wants a cocktail, regardless of age, we will ask to see your valid identification. Mm -hmm. It's part of the DABC. Uh, So we do have ID checkers, which they're required to be tips and sips certified, which we will pay for if they're willing to give us quite a few days and then mornings and afternoons. And then with that, even though they are volunteering, we have gift certificates to give them. We're constantly giving them free items. We give free food throughout the day at any one of our food vendors. So it's, uh, you know, we try to make it as as giving as possible on our end. But then on top of that, they get to meet great people and listen to live music all day. They're under the shade. They all have seats. It's a good day. Yeah, that sounds fantastic. So where do you see this whole thing going? I mean, can it get bigger or are you going to try to keep it the same size? What what goals do you have for, say, the next five or 10 years? So I think it's just for us, it's just always trying to have a great partner with wherever we are and trying to get, you know, as many Sundays as we can, because we really, you know, the people we know that will always bring a great amount of people. But really for us, it's to have these unique vendors every week and to continually give them the opportunity. So in 10, 15 years, I just, you know, I don't necessarily need to grow it. It really is good where it is, Mm -hmm. but it's just continually watching the number of businesses that we've incubated and youth vendors and kidpreneurs as they grow up and get into college and, you know, watching them and all of their successes is really what it is for us. I love that word, kid, kid, I can't even say it. Kidpreneur. There you go. Very good. I know. Very good. (laughs) Kidpreneur. All right, so Park Silly Sunday Market, the first one of 11, is two weeks from today on June 4th, 10 to 5. It's free to get in. Don't park near Main Street. Take the free bus. It is definitely worth doing that. Uh, and again, the website is parksillysundaymarket.com. We've been speaking with the executive director, Kate McChesney. Thank you so much for your time, Kate, and I will see you on Main Street. I can't wait. Thank you so much. You have a wonderful day. Thank you for listening to All Along the Wasatch with Mike Parsons. If you would like to submit a request to be a guest on the show, please email mparsons at ksl.com. That's mparsons at ksl.com.